listening to episode 247 of the Ruby on Rails podcast, and I'm your host, Brittany Martin. Cashfly is our bandwidth sponsor. Thank you so much for your support, Cashfly. DHH made an exciting announcement about Rails 6 last week, so I reached out to Javon Makmali, programmer at Basecamp, to discuss action text in Rails 6. Welcome to the show, Javon. Hi, thanks so much. So, Javon, I'd love to hear your developer origin story. Sure. Um, so I've been at Basecamp for uh, about eight years now, which is like the longest I've ever done anything in my life. Uh, so in a lot of ways, it feels like Basecamp is my whole professional history. But um, prior to that, I had had a couple jobs um, working with Rails professionally for two or three years. And then before that was uh, freelancing, kind of putting together various contracting gigs for kind of a long time. So um, probably, I don't know, going on 15 years of, I'm, I'm holding up air quotes, but professionally <laughs> working, uh, doing programming and, and using Rails for a lot of that time. And um, didn't go to, um, I don't have a computer science degree or anything like that. I'm mostly self-taught uh, and I've learned a lot on the job. I imagine. Were you doing Ruby prior to Basecamp? A little bit, yeah. I mean, I was, I was working with Rails um, uh, at two different jobs prior to Basecamp. Um, uh, nothing terribly interesting, so I won't share it, but, uh, but, but yes. <laughs> cool. Well, you're in a unique position where you're employed at Basecamp and you get to work on exciting libraries that actually affect the Ruby on Rails community. What is that like? Um, yeah, I sort of take it for granted now. Um, but it, it's uh, it's exciting. It's it's it feels um, you know we often we work on these sort of uh, you know they're exciting projects, but um, they're most of the things that we add to Rails come straight out of Basecamp and features that we want or need or that we spot as uh, possible extraction candidates from just things that we had in our lib directory at Basecamp. Um, so a lot of that work, um, David's really good at this, is just kind of spotting those things, like seeing common things that come up in, in Basecamp or code that's sitting there that uh, should be in Rails. And he'll you know, either do that himself or kind of nudge the person who committed it and said, hey, what do you think about adding this to Rails? And that's usually how it goes. That's awesome. So you've done a lot of work on Tricks, which is Basecamp's text editor. Can you give us a peek into how that project came to be? Yeah, um, it's actually becoming quite an old project at this point. Um, Sam Stevenson, my coworker, and I started working on it in, I think it was early 2014. Um, and we were getting ready to build um, Basecamp 3, which is the third version. We'd done two versions prior to that, both of which had um, you know, rich text editors in them, and, and we'd used uh, various, you know, open source tools or kind of off-the-shelf um, products, and we were just not happy with any of them. Um, the, 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 biggest, the biggest issue that we had was um, they were just inconsistent across browsers, and it would be, you know, really frustrating to hear, you know, we'd hear from really frustrated customers who would say things like, I can't delete these bullets or, you know, when I press return and the cursor jumps down five lines, things like that. And, you know, maybe we could reproduce them, maybe not. Um, and 
they were often really hard to fix bugs because it required understanding uh, all of these third-party um, tools we're using. Um, so we decided to just build our own and kind of take a new approach to, um, to the way that they work. Uh, so that was 2014, um, and Sam and I worked on it for probably, it was probably about a year and a half full-time, um, both he and I working on it, and then um, we kind of transitioned that into working on Basecamp 3 itself. That's amazing. Wow, that you put so much uh, dedicated work into an editor, I think really does sell it to people that would be potentially interested in using it. We currently don't use it at the Cultural Trust, but it has been on our bucket list of something that we want to try because we do maintain a CMS. Mm -hmm. And so it would be really convenient for our users to be, have that available. We also think it would be great for our contact form just because our, you know, our patrons, when they want to contact us, you know, right now we don't give them a lot of options and I, I think this would be really great. So I was excited about that. Cool. Yeah. Now, um, I was yeah, just go ahead. fill in a little more. Uh, yeah. You know, after we started working on it, I don't know, sometime between the beginning of that and maybe a year in, um, there were uh, several other rich text editors sort of came onto the scene that, um, I don't they definitely didn't copy us or follow us, but they, they take a similar approach that we do. Um, so today there's, there's actually quite a few great options for text editors where, whereas, you know, when we started, there just weren't. And if we were starting over today, I don't know if we would have done all that work. We'd probably look into using... Um, another tool. But the great news is, is that you today or anyone building an app has, you know, at least three or four great options instead of a handful of uh, sketchy options. <laughs> I like how you frame that. So on October 3rd, 2018, which was last week when this, when this podcast was recorded, DHH announced Action Text, which is a new feature for Rails 6. And I'm going to read the first paragraph from the announcement in case the listeners haven't seen it yet. Action Text is a brand new framework coming to Rails 6 that's going to make creating, editing, and displaying rich text content in your application super easy. It's an integration between the Trix editor, active storage backed file, and image processing, and a text processing flow that ties it all together. With Action Text, you really shouldn't ever have to impoverish your users with a vanilla text area ever again. So, from what it seems from this this paragraph and selling it as part of Rails 6. It's a marriage between tricks and active storage, which is pretty exciting. Can you tell us how it was uh, decided to be made as a lead feature for Rails 6? Sure, yeah. So I'd say you're right. It is a, a marriage of uh, tricks and active storage. Um, there's kind of a, a third component, which is uh, um, the action text library itself. Um, and that is uh, basically server-side modeling uh, of your HTML content. So it allows you to work with um, the HTML that Trix submits to the server in a, in a really structured way. And you can extract um, kind of like attachment elements from it and replace those with your own partials, things like that. Um, so, um, you know, right on the surface, it's just kind of a, a mashup of tricks and active storages, um, you know, integration with Rails and also its own JavaScript. And then there's this third component, which is um, kind of hidden deep in Action Text's lib directory. Oh, interesting. Is there um, anything about Action Text that you were particularly proud of that you contributed to? Well, uh, 
I mean, for me, it's tricks itself. Um, you know, I've, I've been kind of sitting on the sidelines watching um, active storage come together and, and, and move into Rails. And um, um, the library part of Action Text was uh, written for Basecamp a, a while back by, um, again, Sam Stevenson and, and our other coworker, Jeffrey Hardy. Um, and so for me, tricks is the, the, the proud part. Um, you know, it's something that we've been working on for a long time and, and just continue to work on. Um, and it's, it's been a re rewarding project to kind of see through for that amount of time. Um, I'm happy to see it come to rails as well. Uh, I think it's, um, it's a, you know, it's, it's certainly an optional feature that some people will use and some won't, but for the times when you just want to, um, accept rich text instead of a, use a text area, it's. It makes it just as easy as accepting plain text. And um, for a lot of people, that's all they want is easy. And it it, it, um, it fulfills that. No, I think that's great. Do you think that Tricks will continue to be maintained as a separate repository? Oh, yeah. Um, so Tricks, the JavaScript library, is not merged into Action Text in any way. It's just, it's basically just still a, a JavaScript tool. And it will, I mean, it will certainly continue to be maintained, um, but it will, it, it will always be independent from action text itself. Um, gotcha. And I actually hope to, um, I'd like to uh, make some changes to action text such that tricks is like an adapter, just like um, oh. active storage has, you know, different services that it can work with. I'd, mm -hmm. I'd really like um, action text to be able to adapt to, you know, any, any editor that can perform kind of basics of inserting attachments and whatnot, but we define an interface and then people could either contribute or um, bring their own um, editor adapters. Um, so right now it's not set up that way. And, you know, I, I hope to actually just ship it such that tricks is built that way in action text, but we probably won't ship it with support for several editors right away. That's an exciting idea, though, because you mentioned that there are several editors out there that are good alternatives. So I like the idea of you know, really putting it in the user's hands to choose. Yeah, exactly. So when it came around to the actually naming this feature for Rails 6, was there any doubt that the word action would be used in naming it? Yeah, actually. <laughs> um, uh, I admittedly don't really know what is an action and what is an active. It, <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Uh, when when um, when we started pulling this out of Basecamp, um, we actually just created a library called Active Text, um, and our thinking was it was it was kind of more modely than like controllery. Uh, like there's a lot of um, model components to it, uh, and David said uh, no, it's Action Text, <laughs> and. And I, I can see arguments for both sides, um, but I, I didn't really care to argue it. So it's action text. And um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of actually like when you look at the directory structure of Rails, the top level directories, it feels like maybe we could use a couple more words in there. Uh, <laughs> but um, ultimately, I think because it's kind of the part you're presented with is this view layer. Um, these, these form helpers and whatnot, uh, that action uh, was the appropriate fit. No, I, I like it. I think it has a good ring to it. And you are right. Like we're starting to get trained as Rails developers who expect active or action. So it, it kind of follows suit. And 
you know, when you tell someone about the feature, they, they're going to get the guess that it's probably from Rails. But yeah, I like the name Action Text. I think it's appropriate. So speaking of Action Text, how close is it to being merged in? Oh, I have no idea how close it is or actually how, um, I think Rails 6 is slated for sometime next year. Mm-hmm. Um, Action Text, you know, it was just open source last week, I think. And um, we've already had some great um, contributions on GitHub. Um, I'm sure you can share a link to the repo. Um, and so the best thing, you know, people can do now is just try it out. There's, um, there's install instructions in the readme. Um, there's not many instructions, so it's pretty straightforward and, um, just have people actually use the thing before we, uh, merge it completely into rails. So yeah, I don't know the actual timeline, but you can use it now as if it were in rails, just by including it as a separate gem. Oh, fantastic. So what you're telling me is that listeners can start contributing to action text now, now that it's open source. And of course we will include that in the show notes. And it sounds like, you know, at any time Rails is prepping to release a feature, um, they'll always take as many people testing it as possible, especially people uh, putting it in some sort of production environment. Um, yeah, no, that, that sounds fantastic. So listeners, that's your call to action to, to check out Action Text, you know, open issues, you know, submit pull requests, you know, definitely get involved because it's exciting that Rails 6 is coming down the pipeline. Yeah, and if you're someone who's you know wanting to be wanting to uh, contribute to Rails, this is actually a great sort of first project. Um, it's it's early enough that there's plenty of low hanging fruit and easy kind of. Uh, it it hasn't morphed into like this you know twelve year old project with tons of history to it. So it's it's easy to make changes now. It's easy to read read the code. There's there's not a lot of edge cases that have been worked out or anything. Um, so if you're looking to contribute to Rails, this might be a great place to get your feet wet. Absolutely. And I imagine even documentation-wise, that would be helpful as well. Yes, please. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we will link to um, both the repository and the announcement in the show notes. But um, Javon, how can our listeners follow you and your, your exciting career at Basecamp going forward? Yeah, so my handle on most social media is just at Javon, J-A-V-A-N. So on Twitter and GitHub, those are good places to follow me. Um, and I can uh, I can send you a couple links, too, that you can put in the show notes. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. As always, listeners, if you have any feedback, please reach out to me on Twitter. That's Britt J. Martin, B-R-I-T-T J. Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N. And long live the future Rail 6. Thank you.